0: Hey Adam, yep. Why is there? Why is there a fucking dog? I told
1: screen? you. I told you when I don't film in my my mom's car, shit gets wild. I told you I can't control my environment.
0: <clears throat> so now instead of the, the laptop uh, on his lap, so Adam, yeah, his screen you can't see it, but I can. A dog just jumped up on his lap, started licking his face, and the dog's ass just took up the
1: entirety <laughs> of the screen. So all I saw was like Lassie. <laughs> He demands his respect, all right? Okay. He does what he wants. If I, lo- if I left him outside of my room, he'd be scratching and barking, and it's just not a good situation. There you go. Uh-uh.
0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Movie Toast Reviews podcast. This is the part of the podcast where we talk about movies we've seen, even if none of us have seen any of them. As always, I'm here with my sidekick, Tommy. Oh, my God. This better not become a thing, I swear to God.
1: Yeah. Yo, what's up? Hey. And Adam. Hey, welcome back. How's your diarrhea treating Is it better from last week? It wasn't. I was working. Wait, wait, wait. Say that 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 word again. Say that word again. Go fuck yourself, sidekick (laughs) Tommy. No. It sounded like you said
2: diarrhea.
1: (laughs) Oh, I did. Oh, I did. I don't know if you realize, but I say a lot of things incorrectly.
0: Anyway, so, Tommy, uh, did you see anything this week? I saw one movie. Did you see four movies because you're going to show me? No. Because last week you talked right into the mic. Yes. And you told me that. To To me. And I listened to it like you told me to. Yep. Yep. But you know, I saw Guns Akimbo, and um, I had two rats in my theater, and I saw the Green, the Green Inferno, and I didn't like it either. You know, I I just did everything <laughs> you guys did last week. There you I go. I was at you the all four of the movies I, watched? I was. I was at the AMC Far Farfank with the rats.
1: <laughs> I like how you took like the first letter of the place, and then you just added like Burbank to it as a guess. I I respect that.
0: I didn't even remember the Air real fank. name. Yeah. <laughs> Um. What else was there? I don't know. A lot of stuff happened last week. I wasn't here, but now I was working. Well, Tommy, what what movie did you see?
2: I saw the 1986 cult classic called Crocodile Dundee.
1: Oh <laughs> shit! I wanted to rewatch that too. That's fucking hilarious.
2: Yeah. And I started uh-huh. the second. I started the second one and haven't finished it. What about Crocodile?
1: Oh, one. is that in Los Angeles?
2: No, that's, the- that's oh, a that's Corey asked That's exactly what Corey asked. No, that's the third one. Yeah, the second one's in New York.
1: Okay, that's not a knife. This is a knife. No, that's the first one. I don't fucking know. Well, no, he does that like on the subway. Some guy tries, or outside of a bar, some guy tries like uh, robbing him with like a little tiny switchblade and he's like, fuck no, here's my machete. That's the
2: first one. just watched it it's in the first one
1: i'm gonna tell you what i remember from four movies (laughs) and i'm counting that that super bowl trailer it's
2: it's no but that's understandable because i get the both the first and second movies mixed and yeah so the second one though is when they have the drug dealers in new york and then he brings them back to australia and then they have to go into the outback and try to like burn him out with the smoke and fire and all that but
1: wait damn. the second movie takes place at an outback steakhouse on fire that's pretty oh fucking
2: my hot goodness
0: <sighs> so Tommy yeah. did you one, like Crocodile Dundee I loved it yeah the first one is great um, I mean I think everyone likes Crocodile Dundee yeah what do you see, Adam?
1: Wait, 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 wait. Let's let Tommy talk about the movie, alright? Tommy, <laughs> tell us about the movie. I don't know. Some people you gotta remember a lot of our audience are probably a bunch of kids who've never heard of this movie.
0: So well, they've heard of Red Tube, Pornhub, and Jacking Off,
1: apparently. The, the, <laughs> movie,
2: <clears throat> the movie is about a uh photojournalist. I guess she's a photojournalist, or maybe she's just a journalist? I don't know. She uh goes to Australia uh because she heard about a story of a uh crocodile man that was attacked and he killed the crocodile and was uh walked all or crawled back <clears throat> excuse me sorry crawled back to his uh town and lived to tell the tale about it so she wanted to go meet him and do a uh news story of her own about him and then she ends up going on a like a, a tour from his touring company that he has a walkabout tours or something like that whatever it's called and she goes with him and finds out that she like loves the guy and decides to bring him back to New York to see how he would uh, fare in the city life and it's really funny and actually that in an interview that's what gave paul hogan the idea to write the movie so he wrote the 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 movie based on oh i wonder what because he's from australia he wondered what he would like he went to new york on a trip once and was like man this is not i'm not used to this at all and he's like "Ah, i wonder what it would be like if there was a movie about that experience and so that's where that came from
1: so is paul hogan mentally not there did he think like well i guess the character's not dumb it's just different all right never mind i'm a fucking idiot
2: (laughs) but and it it led to what was it two other movies three other movies? yeah two two,
1: and then remember like three years ago they had like a fake trailer that danny mcbride was his son but it turned out to be a very elaborate super bowl commercial
2: yeah i remember
1: that i i really hope that that would have happened whatever
0: happened to paul hogan
1: uh he's actually he's really doing cool. a new movie. Do you wait, sorry were you gonna talk about that? No. Oh uh yeah, this week actually, or maybe it was last week, there's gonna be a movie that's loosely based on him playing himself. Uh it's called like ah, Oh,
2: the very I have it right here, the very excellent Mr. Dundee. Yes. Uh, Paul Hogan is reluctantly thrust back into the spotlight as he desperately attempts to restore his sullied reputation on the eve of being knighted.
1: This movie sounds about 30 years too late. but Yeah.
0: So this is a sequel
1: to Dundee?
0: the fourth. It's the fourth Crocodile Dun- no, movie? No, it's
1: Hogan playing himself, it's, but...
2: It's kind of... The way I took it from what I read is it's like uh, uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm. So he's playing himself, but he's playing a character that's himself.
0: Does that make sense? So this guy, he does Crocodile Dundee. I guess he does a TV miniseries called Anzacs in 85, Crocodile Dundee in 86, D2, Dundee 2 in 88, and then he does like Almost Angel, Lightning Jack. He does a Lightning Flipper. Jack was He's in great. Flipper? I didn't know he was in Flipper. <laughs> and he was floating away. Then he does Crocodile Dundee. So Crocodile <laughs> Dundee comes out in 2001. So that third movie is way too late. And that's already a problem. Wait, and what then, came out in
1: 2001? Crocodile idea in Los the, Angeles? The
0: Los Angeles one.
1: Shit, that came out in 2001? Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. so wow. you got the first two in 86, 88, and then you get the third one in 2001, so that was already a problem. And then he does something called Strange Bed Fellows in 2004, and. He doesn't act for five more years. He does something called Charlie and Boots. Doesn't act for another six more years. Does one episode of a TV show called Open Slather. Doesn't act for another three more years. (laughs) And then he does like a small (laughs) video short in 2018. That's not my dog in 2018. Hell if I know what any of this stuff is. (laughs) And now he's doing the very excellent. So his career just like basically ended after oh, it's a big fizzle. Crocodile so, Dundee in Los Angeles. Cause he does like nothing. <laughs> yeah. And I'm actually really glad that you brought up
2: his whole filmography because I'm giving myself a homework assignment for next week. I'm going to be reviewing the movie he did in 1994 called Lightning Jack. I saw that movie a long time ago, probably in 1994. <laughs> And it's a good, it's with, it's got Cuba Gooding Jr. in it. And uh, it's, he's plays an uh, Australian outlaw in the wild west. That and he's sounds a bank vaguely robber.
1: familiar. He's I want a bank to... robber
2: and uh, Cuba Gooding Jr. plays a, a, a mute. He can't talk. Huh. So I'm going to watch that and review it
0: next week. All right. I kind of, I, I kind of want to dig up Paul Hogan and Miles O'Keefe and make a movie with them. <laughs> that would be the greatest duo comeback
1: film of yeah. all time i'm sorry i don't know who is
0: miles o'keefe oh well you got to educate yourself on that one adam movie oh. toast thinking' time to educate you on miles o'keefe
1: movie toast will say hey i saw this movie uh it, it was a red light uh hey uh there's there's this new story about this casting <laughs> ah we don't know much about it welcome to movie toast news and reviews we're not gonna tell you <laughs> shit
2: you know who else is in uh, lightning jack beverly D'Angelo." From the uh, Vacation
0: movies. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Miles O'Keefe basically um, is an actor. He got like really big when he was 23 off of Tarzan. And then he does like a series of bad movies um, that ruin his career. Which one ruined his career? Um, I think. Uh, Probably The Sword of the Valiant. (laughs) Yeah, The Sword of the Valiant, (laughs) which is being remade into The Green Knight again. Um, Oh, my God. What a tangent. We went Crocodile Dundee all the way to Miles O'Keefe and Sword of the Valiant. I'm going to stop. I want to talk about Sword of the Valiant for a second. You
2: know that's not going to make it into the episode again, right?
0: <laughs> Sword of the Valiant. No, it was good. It's the Green Knight, and it's actually a really good movie in a bad kind of way. And they're remaking it all serious and as the Green Knight. And I don't know that they know that Sword of the Valiant exists and they don't know that there's no way in hell anyone will ever take that storyline seriously ever again because of miles o'keefe and the Sword of the valiant
1: i feel like they have to know it exists do (laughs) they though
0: if you look at his imdb profile
2: picture he looks like a a convicted criminal that's like on death row or something anyway he (laughs) probably
1: is
0: he he did in, in 2003 then he does uh when he does the sort of the Valiant, the green knight, and the green knight is played by Sean Connery. And then he does like B list movies. Like, um, who's that guy that does B list movies? John Travolta.
1: Uh, there's a lot of old nineties anyway, uh, celebrities doing B list movies. And then but he just like Bruce Willis,
0: Miles O'Keefe disappears in 2010 and we haven't seen him since, but okay. Actually, he kind of disappears in like 2001, yeah, I just was gonna the same say, time as Crocodile <laughs> Dundee. Because, I was going to you know, say, go ahead. No, you go
2: ahead. I was going to say 2010 was a short, so yeah. <laughs> I don't think too many people saw King of the Road. Oh, Paul dude, that's Hogan. my
1: favorite movie ever. Number one on my list. <laughs> Paul Hogan and
0: Miles O'Keefe both have done two things since 2001. A one feature length movie no one's ever seen. Not the same one. They just both did their own bad Right, movie. right, right. And, and a, a short. Not the same short, different shorts. But that's all they've done. So if you brought them back together and you
1: made that thing, that would be amazing. Out of our 50 listeners, if anybody knows either of these two men, have them get at us on our social media, which oh. we don't even know what they're called.
2: Wait, wait, Corey, I thought of it. You know who else needs to be in the movie? Who? Be- besides Miles O'Keefe. Steve Irwin, ghost? Paul Hogan. No. Well, wow, that's fucked up. Shia LaFucking Buff. No, no,
1: he he had a come back. He's back. Yeah, man. but he needs Shia to be LaBeouf's in the movie. Back.
2: He needs no, to he be doesn't. in the movie because it's gonna be an independent movie, and K- Shia LaBeouf is like the king of independent
0: movies right now. No, no really. Shia LaBeouf's making a comeback. He's not in the same. He's not in the same class of characters. You know, no, if you
1: were gonna say someone like that, uh, let's see, I would probably say someone who disappeared and hasn't been here in a while. Um, fuck. Can't even Rita, say Hayworth?
2: Rita Hayworth, or Orson Welles?
0: Aren't they all Erson dead? Orson Welles is dead. No, I know. I he's reading. Adam. He's reading. Oh, he's reading off what I watched this week. Oh, um, yeah. I watched. Um, I watched two noirs. I couldn't feel. I wasn't feeling new movies this week. That's okay. We're gonna, we're gonna transition. I'm the now.
1: only one who actually knows how to see a new movie these days. Yep. What the. Look, I saw Out of the Past and
0: The Lady from Shanghai, both 1947, both film noirs, both in 133, both in black and white. You know, I mean. What, what's the, the premise for these guys? They're both I, film noirs. They're both. Yeah, no, uh, what's, what's
1: the story? What's the fucking, what's well, the lowdown? So the
0: lady from Shanghai is um, Orson okay. Welles. I almost no. said Miles O'Keefe. <laughs> 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 is uh, Orson Welles. He's uh, an Irish guy and he finds this chick and she turns out to be the femme fatale. That's what it is. There you go. He's the femme fatale, and she's got, like, a dark past, and her and her, like, lover hire him to, like, do this fake kill thing, and it's a film noir, so it's convoluted, and he gets played as a sucker, and then at the end, the girl who's Rita Hayworth and her, um, her husband, who's, like, the main bad guy, who's Everett Sloan, they end up killing each other in this, like, pretty famous... Um, House of Mirrors scene where everyone, all three of them are in there and they're all appearing like multiple times and they can't see each other and then they, anyway, it's a a pretty interesting noir because at the end uh, Orson Welles escapes and gets away and he like learns his lesson and that's kind of unusual for film noirs because people normally end up dead in film noirs.
1: I like Run. how I was saying, "Hey, let's uh, explain what crocodile, cro- crocodile, crocodile Dundee is," because we have kids, and you're like dropping like Rita Hayworth and fucking Orson Welles. Orson Welles. <laughs> I, I said,
0: <laughs> That's kind of like what I was. I don't know. I was just in one of those moods. Like I need to watch real actors for a second. Yeah. Like out of the past, I out of the past, Robert Mitchum is a private eye tries to escape. He escapes to like Old Pine or something. Um, or like bishop, like one of those small towns on the way to Mammoth, if you've ever driven from LA to Mammoth to go snowboarding. Never. And nope. and he gets he used to be a private eye and he escaped this lover, and it's an old film noir convoluted story. And um Kirk Douglas is the bad guy in that one. So oh. yeah, and then Kirk Ooh. Douglas uh ends up getting killed by the femme Fatale and the femme. Spoiler. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Kills Robert Mitchum.
1: 60, 70 years ago. <laughs> anyway, so Turned
0: Jane Greer's the femme fatale though. in and out of the past. Robert Mitchum's the private eye guy who gets like, oh, so Jane Greer kills Robert Mitchum, and then Robert Mitchum kills her or she dies. Oh, then the cops kill her. And um, so everyone dies at the end of that. That's more of a classic film noir. And I just felt like watching some, like, real actors and some, like, real movies shot on some real film this week. And I didn't nice. really want to watch Guns Akimbo.
2: Dude, but then Robert I up- Mitchum was the narrator for Tombstone.
1: I love you how go. you had to interrupt that just to say right. that. I tried to, find a a. I
2: tried to find a space in between, and th- that was the only space I could find. My bad. Go ahead. That's because
1: I mumble and talk a lot. Yeah. Well, it's a yeah. podcast, so that makes sense to do it. <laughs> um, you're not supposed to say, yeah, when I say something negative about it. I myself,
0: mean, you don't need to no. reinforce that negativity.
2: Oh, he was in Scrooged. I love that movie. Tommy, you
1: just want to give us this whole uh, filmography right now? We're just going to turn the show into filmography of people nobody have ever heard of. Kirk
2: Douglas. I was was doing that so that people that listen are like, who the fuck is Robert Mitchum? I'll be like, oh, he's been in Scrooged, if you've ever seen that. Then I got to go look through Scrooged and see if I can find something that people would remember that movie from.
0: That's
1: why you're a great sidekick, because you're always ready
0: for answering questions. Tell everybody that Kirk Douglas was in Spartacus. No? Okay. No, I don't need to, because you just did. Yeah. I also saw Guns Akimbo, which you guys talked about last week, and I don't think I need to talk about it. It's a little oh, too well, silly for me. We
1: want to hear your take about it. Yeah, we want to hear your fresh take, sir. Uh,
0: I watched it for Radcliffe. It's a little too silly for me, Um, especially <laughs> so like in the it. mood. I was in a film noir mood this mm. week, yeah. and then I watched Guns Akimbo. It's like, okay. You know, it, i don't I these over the top video game type movies like I don't know, Sucker Punch, Guns of Kimbo, Scott Pilgrim vs. the world, you know, even like maybe the second kick ass, they're just a little, <clears throat> a little too over the top for me. Like Yeah. Like, uh they're good, they're fun, they're ridiculous, but I I just never find myself caring if what you know anything, you know, happens or whatever. Fair enough. Yeah, there's I no stakes.
2: Up, I came up with a Guns of Kimbo question for you guys because i haven't Uh, seen it i want i'm probably i will see it eventually and then i can give my take on it but um does when he wakes up and the and the guns are nailed to his hand or whatever hand nailed to the guns does he does it like does he physically react to how much pain he's in or well he's he's he's
1: waking up as they're doing it to him
2: does is he screaming and stuff or is he just like Mm. oblivious to the pain Uh, (laughs) they give him a bunch of painkillers or something
1: no, no, these guys are just total like crazy guys. They just full on go. He just kind of freaks out for a second or so. Because
2: I saw the picture of the guns on his hands. That looks extremely painful. And if they, I just wanted to know if they brought to brought that, or if it's not
0: important.
1: Yeah, not really. Yeah. All right. No, I could be wrong. What do you think, Corey? I wasn't listening. What'd you say? <laughs> and that's why you're a great host. You don't listen.
2: my question was do they show how much pain he's in with the guns being nailed to his hands or is that just not important enough for to make it's not important Mm
0: -hmm. okay that's that's kind of why the movie's kind of ridiculous all right you know like he'll he'll go like take he's like i gotta piss but like he doesn't pay attention to the guns drilled through his hands like no he does
1: he does at that whole time he's like oh don't shoot your dick don't shoot your dick don't shoot your dick
0: No, no, I'm just what I'm saying. Like, he's not really paying attention to the pain. And he's saying, like, don't shoot him, dick. Like, that's really funny. But, like, if someone screwed guns to my hands, and I I see I'm getting to the realm of believability, and this movie's ridiculous. So, I'm wasting my energy and time. But I feel like if I woke up and someone had drilled a gun through my hand, I think I would have pissed myself right there in that moment. True. Right? Maybe that's a little bit more accurate. Maybe, it was, yeah. maybe it's funnier, too. Maybe he just wakes up and he starts peeing.
1: I mean, they make a point when uh, Nix comes. She's like, oh, go take a shit before A people shit right after they die and I don't want to deal with that. But yet, like you said, he didn't piss when he like woke up with fucking bolts and guns in his hands.
0: I also feel like I could get the guns out of my hands.
1: Yeah, if you worked hard enough, yeah.
0: You know, I mean, I guess in this world... I don't know. What was that movie? This movie reminded me of that one with James Franco. Nerve. Little, little Franco. Him,
1: him yeah, yeah, him and uh, Emma Roberts. Nerve. Yeah, Nerve. When he's on the motorcycle, like and stuff, motorcycle and stuff, and you got to do tasks.
0: Yeah, like social media come to life, and it goes over the top and becomes like a murder fest type thing. Yeah. Nerve. I think Nerve was actually better than this, but, I you think- know. It reminded me of that, and uh,
1: I don't. I don't got much to say about any of these movies. <laughs> okay, what did you see, Adam, this all week? Right. All right, so uh, I was going to see a lot more, but I didn't. So uh, I saw uh, this one movie <laughs> called Emma. It's uh, based on a Jane Austen novel, starring uh, Anna Taylor Joy. I love her and all the stuff she's done, and uh, this movie's getting some big buzz. I thought, and I was riding the high of Little Women. And uh, this movie kind of let me down. My favorite part was Bill Nye, or Nighy, however you pronounce it. He was in it, and he's a pretty good guy. Has a great cast, but overall, I was kind of dozing off a little bit here and there, and I felt really bad because there were some snores coming, and there was people sitting all around me. So uh, I'd say it's not my cup of tea, but maybe it might be your cup of tea. So I'll say Yellow Light. Check it out if uh, it's on TV or some shit someday. Do
0: you, do you like Jane Austen? No. No. What was that what was that one where it's it's basically the story of Emma in Beverly Hills in the nineties? Um oh, Clueless. Clueless. Do you like Clueless?
1: Oh, I like Clueless, yeah. Oh uh,
2: so this is
0: the origin of that clueless
2: movie?
1: <laughs> well it's kind of the similar type of thing just back in like oh, okay. uh Victorian England. And so the like people that
2: wrote Clueless got their influences from this story. Yes.
1: Yeah.
0: They ripped it off. They changed the setting.
1: Made it. Modern. Um.
0: Anyway, that's kind of cool. Uh, any Jane Austen fans on here? I mean, normally this is the
1: the
0: <laughs> podcast. I don't really think it's the aristocratic pinky out tea podcast.
1: Well, I really, <laughs> I, I really enjoyed fucking uh, Little Women. That sounded weird. It sounds like I like to fuck midgets. I really enjoyed Little Women. So I thought I'd like this because people said it's kind of a contemporary style movie like that, but it was not. So yeah, if, if there's any Jane Austen okay. fans, please tweet at us at, at @MovieToastCast on Twitter. Let us know what you think. Let us know if you like to have sex with little ladies too. I don't know. Get at us.
2: What the fuck? You said the M word, man. You can't say the what? M word.
1: What? What? what midget? <laughs> little person? There it goes again. <laughs> don't, don't bait me. Alright, so up next I saw The Netflix original movie Spencer Confidential, starring Mark Wahlberg, Alan Arkin, um, Clark Duke. Not Clark Duke. That's the guy. Clark Duke? No, no, I was wrong. Uh, Oh, man. I had his name all day. Uh, That's a uh, bummer. Winston Duke. Winston Duke from Uz and Black
2: Panther. Black Panther. Has uh,
1: Eliza Schlesinger, Mark Marin. A whole slew of people, and it's directed by Peter Berg. I, I really had high hopes for it. It takes place in Boston and stuff. And it's I wanted to
0: done. see this. I wanted to see this till I found out it's a comedy. So what did that bring, Adam, to the...
1: Well, that is actually... Yeah, no, it is. Yeah, there's definitely okay. more comedy. Normally, Peter Berg movies are kind of action-packed and intense, and this was kind of more watered down which was interesting. And I always enjoy seeing Mark Wahlberg doing comedy because he does one action, one comedy, and he goes back and forth. And I mean, overall, it was a fine movie, but I wouldn't have been happy if I went to the theater to see it. I just watched it at home. So I'd say it's a yellow light. If you want to have a little laugh, you want to see a little action, see some great cast members, you could check it out.
2: Oh, he directed Lone Survive?
1: Yeah, he's Lone. done a lot of Mark Wahlberg movies.
2: I, I've just looked at his face right now. He's been an actor too. <laughs> He's mm-hmm. acted in a lot of movies.
0: Oh yeah. I mean, like, <clears> if you're if you're gonna go watch a Mark Wahlberg comedy, Adam, do you have a different Mark Wahlberg comedy that you would recommend to, to the viewers out there?
1: I mean, mm-hmm. oh god, uh, on Netflix right now you can watch the other guys. I, I really enjoyed that. Other guys is so good. Yeah. I, I also I, I love some Ted. Ted. Ted's always good. Yep. Daddy's Home. Daddy's Home 2, I like a lot more, but that's a Christmas movie. I don't know. I just feel like he's a pretty good comedic actor and when he does action stuff, he's really great at that. He's just a versatile guy.
2: You know what movie I liked him in a lot? And I don't know if other people liked it as well. uh, The Gambler. I thought he did a really good job in that movie. I
1: really wanted to like that movie.
0: Oh, Uh, no. That was a... Mark Wahlberg's great, but that was a bad movie.
1: Yeah. I Even John Goodman couldn't save it.
0: I really wanted that movie to be good too. I was like, I'm ready for the new Rounders. And yep. I wanted Pain and Gain to be good with him. I, I
1: love was... Pain and Gain. Are you serious? Oh, I don't... fell
0: asleep twice. I went in to two the two premiere of that
1: movie. That movie was great,
2: man. I fell asleep twice. Ugh. Oh,
1: that cast: Anthony Mackie, Dwayne the Rock Johnson, Rob Corddry. Oh God. <laughs> I, wanted tra-
0: I wanted Transformers the Last Night to be good. With
1: him. <laughs> I didn't even see that one, man. Neither Did I? Oh, okay. They I stopped watching,
0: anything. uh, I stopped with the Transformers movies. I know we're going to go off tangent again, but like I watched the first one because it was all the hype and I was like, oh, serviceable. Yeah. And it was 2006. So like everybody, uh, could still get impressed by computer generated effects back then. Till I think about 2011. Then we really just like were fed up with that shit. And then I saw the second one and I was like, ooh, I'm done with LaBeouf. I'm done with this franchise. Then I watched the third one. Uh huh. I was like, oh, no, Megan Fox. Maybe this will change it up. It didn't. It just went downhill some more. Mm-hmm. Then I watched the fourth one because I was like, Mark Wahlberg can save this. And yep. he couldn't. And I was like, bus not in it anymore. Thank goodness. And then this fifth one came out and I was like, no.
1: Mm-hmm. I did the same thing. My favorite part of that first Mark Wahlberg one was when when Mark Wahlberg's like, it's a Transformer. And it's like, what? What? Nobody knows what a Transformer is. What, what the fuck are you talking about, Mark Wahlberg? Oh.
2: I love yeah. your reaction, Corey. You're like, I saw the fifth
1: one, and I was just like, no. Although, <laughs> I will go on record That's saying crazy. Bumblebee was a really good movie. I never saw it. It's not a Transformers movie. It is.
0: Ooh. No, it's not. It's a, There's a debate. no. Bumblebee, Bumblebee it is a Stranger Things Spielberg 80s knockoff movie. Like, that takes place in the 70s. But out of yeah. all
1: hey, Corey, the Bumblebee Transformers.
2: What is Bumblebee?
0: What do you mean, what is Bumblebee?
2: He's what an Autobot. Is he? Yeah, and what is an Autobot? A car? <laughs> it's. A I'm trying to bait you into answering it. He's a Transformer,
0: so therefore it's well, a Transformer it's not, movie. It's not really a Transformers movie.
1: <laughs> I think it's even called Transformers Bumble... No, it's not. All right. Is I'm it an p- origin? No, no,
0: be- no, it's not. It's- no. Yeah. Guys, no, it trans- restarts the movie.
1: The Bumblebee series.
0: is a... <laughs> Bumblebee is a shameless cash grab on the trend of remaking Spielberg movies from the 80s. You shut your lips. Oh,
2: wait. This is deja vu all over again.
0: (laughs) What do you mean? Deja vu is not anything like these movies.
2: No, I'm saying deja vu,
0: the concept, because you said that exact sentence
2: about another movie that tried to do that exact same thing. Well
0: I'm gonna keep saying it as long as everybody keep, keep trying every to do it. it happens. <laughs> Ooh, lights so of in it.
1: I said that, yeah. And she's really good, surprisingly. I would like still, I've never seen her act before. I she's would cute. still
0: take a Transformers G.I. Joe mashup. Oh, in a You're, heartbeat. You hear that Paramount Viacom? There's a good <laughs> idea for you. You I'm don't pretty sure they money. are listening to you. You're so, welcome. Yeah. That would be sick as shit. You could have Mark Wahlberg and The Rock be there, and then they could both be like, I'm the toughest. And then the robots come in. They're like, no, we're the toughest. And then it
2: would end up being a pain and gain uh,
0: sequel. No.
1: no With way.
0: robots. Oh wait, With robots. Right. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: What else just see, Adam? Or should we all just right. continue to bullshit?
1: No, I, I think I can cram it all in right now. All right. Also, I saw Disney Pixar's Onward starring... Tom Holland. And that should Star have been our Lord. opener. Well, no, yeah. I want I want to bait people. I want them to wait till the well, end. What are we the talking about, Crocodile <laughs> Dundee? Um, you asked me first. So this movie is about. It's uh, set in a world <laughs> where there's magic. There's magical creatures. They're living in a normal society. They gave up magic, and they just have technology. But there's these two brothers who find a uh, a staff, and they can bring their father back for one day but they only bring half of them back, which is his feet. And they go on this wacky misadventure with the feet, kind of like uh, Weekend at Bernie's type of setup. And they try to find this other amulet so they can bring the rest of the dad back. I want to bullshit you here and act like I really know everything, but I fell asleep a bit. So I got to see it again. (laughs) Oh,
0: my
1: (laughs) God. But from what I saw, it was delightful. Are
0: you a narcoleptic
1: or whatever? I don't know. Probably. I think he is. No, I you get up really see- early in the m- – I, I I think I have diabetes and uh, I, I wow. eat a lot of sugar that's when I dark. go to the movies. It's it's not a joke, but uh, I, I did – I was awake for a lot of it.
0: You should see one less movie a week and get a good night's sleep one night Ooh. of the week.
1: I don't know what that's like. Um. So anyways <laughs> – it just doesn't have the same sense that all the other Pixar movies have. Like it just felt like it was rushed and I don't know. I got to see it again. I'll be honest with you, but I'd say it's a yellow light personally. So
0: let me ask you this. Cause everyone will know based off of what you answer. Okay. Is it an up Wally toy story finding Nemo or is it a good dinosaur cars too No no no
1: it's not it's not those those Wait let qualifies. him finish
0: let him finish the question Finding Dory uh,
1: Finding Dory I liked more than Finding Nemo Anyway it's more it's more or less on on the up and up like those other movies you said in the beginning
0: It's good like the best yes. ones like yeah. the best of the best It's
1: like <laughs> it's it, no, it's above cars it's above the good dinosaur but it's just not fully there. I'm not going to okay. lie. I so Cars 1?
0: Is it like Cars 1 territory? I fucking
1: hate it, Cars 1. So I can't say us. Like yes. a... I'll oh. say it's better than Up. Wally, I feel like no, Up
0: it's not. Fair. Is it okay. Okay. Inside Out, which one's better?
1: I like Inside Out better.
0: Okay. so we you know, Wally?
1: I don't fully remember Wally. And that's weird because it's my dog's name. But not spelt like Wally in the movie. Wally. But uh, I did see one <laughs> other movie really quick. Uh, okay. I saw a movie that I was kind of hoping Tommy would see because the only reason I saw it was because Tommy talked it up. Tommy's like, oh, this is going to be a Best Picture nomination. I saw it oh, go yeah. way <laughs> back starring <laughs> – I was going to say starring Ben Stiller, starring Ben Affleck. And, you know, I didn't want to see this movie. I only saw it because Tommy talked it up. And I'm like, fuck it, I'll see it. And uh, it was pretty damn good. Oh! But no, no, no. It's I... not award-qualifying good. It was just Really?
2: Crazy. You yeah. don't think so?
1: No, I, not at
0: I all. I asked Tommy if he had seen that movie, and he said he was going to, had an opportunity, and chose not to see yeah, it. Yeah,
1: Tommy's a shitty person. He had, oh, I do a movie review podcast, but I told Dad, no, I won't see that movie I really want to see. <laughs> Fucking, you're despicable. Oh, I uh, just Pretty much, really this is kind of like... Yeah, excuses. This is kind of like... Uh, a watered-down version of a uh, Casey Affleck's movie, Manchester by the Sea. Not as intense, but Ben Affleck really does bring the shit here. Like, he filmed this movie two days after he got out of alcohol rehab. And you can kind of tell. Like, he's given a great performance here. But it's just...
2: Doesn't his character drink?
1: Yeah. Whoa. But then he stops drinking, and you find out the reason why he does drink, and it's kind of heartbreaking. Um, right, yeah. Overall, I'd we say, saw it in the trailer. Oh, I don't fucking know. I didn't watch the trailer.
0: Do you think it's a green, yellow or red light? Uh, It's
1: a green light. You don't get to see it in the theater. So I guess it's a yellow light, but it's a good movie. Okay.
0: Well, I'm glad to hear it's a good movie. I'm sure some of us will also be seeing Onward and um, what's it called? Basketball Ben Affleck? The Way Back. Way Back. Yeah, that's what Basketball Ben Affleck. Jesus. Well, we're out of time. Also, by the way, (laughs) on a side note, I saw Song of the South this week. Racist as Hell. Good movie can that can that exist in this world i don't know but i decided to just drop it here at the end and not talk about it in our actual thing hey, everybody have a good night everyone say good night tommy adam say good night yeah whatever good night i
1: love you too tommy we'll see you next week everybody
0: and then what did tommy say last week skibbity wibbity no no Snoochy Poochies. scuba doo woo
1: what <laughs>